Hello, everybody. Paul Jancarella here from Profits and Success. Here to bring you another podcast episode from Online Marketing for Life. And that's the number four. Okay, folks, uh, a day back into it here, and I think we have uh, everything covered for the most part. Uh, I wanted to talk to you about what I am getting into uh, as of late. I'm taking a certified training course with Tony Robbins to become a life coach to help people with their day-to-day jobs, relationships, uh, issues, um, whatever have you. And my objective is to transform their lives. Now, I know that's a a modest objective, (laughs) Um, but in all seriousness, uh, I cannot transform their lives. Tony Robbins can't transform their lives. Uh, God Almighty, you know, may be able to transform their lives, but it's their free will that will either keep them there or uh, keep them going astray. And that's the thing. Uh, With a speaker, a coach, both of which I aspire to be, I believe that transforming the lives of others is a process in helping them discover the way to transform their own lives. And that's essentially uh, what's going to be happening. And that's essentially what happens with your average uh, person. You know, most people, uh, when they are in the presence of a of a, you know, big-time guru, uh, a big-time personal development uh, individual, they get all fired up, but then it's almost fizzled before they check out of the hotel, for crying out loud. And we can't allow that to be the case by any means. So where that takes me today is it gives me, I think, more ammunition in a certain respect to help folks help themselves. You know, I, granted, I say the, you know, the million-dollar words, yeah, I want to transform people's lives and this, that, but what do I really want to do? I, I want to transform their lives with their help, <laughs> and that's essentially what we need, you know, and with the likes of a Tony Robbins training program, uh, he can really help spell out some of the uh, trouble issues, if you will, and uh, areas of success in, you know, generating better relationships, um, dealing with adverse situations, uh, creating uh, a better positive environment, all these things are important. 
So uh, I'm, I'm really excited to, uh, to take that on. And it is better to fail in originality than succeed in imitation. That was Herman Melville that said that. Uh, some of you may recognize the author. I had to look him up, actually, I, you know, as embarrassed as I am. Uh, one of his big rights books was Moby Dick. And, you know, I tend to fail in imitation. <laughs> Never mind originality. Um, but in all seriousness, um, it's a great quote. And he was a turn of the 20th century author. Uh, and Darren Hardy today, in his Darren Daily video message, mentions the trait to conquer anything you want. And he says, we all have nearly limitless potential, if you will. Only persevere despite numerous setbacks and failures. And it's, it's true. You know, we all have near, uh, nearly limitless potential if you will only persevere despite numerous setbacks and failures. You know, the most important quality to success, according to Darren, is grit. Nose to the grind zone, get to the point, make it happen, grit. Um, you know, tells you to keep grinding until you win, you know. Grit comes from within, with limitless potential. And once we establish that, and once we can convey that in and of ourselves, we'll have a better understanding of it. Because we can understand it from a podcast, you know, that grit comes from within and has limitless potential. But do we really conceptualize it? Do we understand and do we understand how it works in our lives and how we can convey it? And that's the, that's the million dollar question there, folks, for sure. You know, uh, and again, you can look back in, in your life. And, and I do this a lot. I look back and I'm like, yeah, that's an opportunity where I could have done better as opposed to saying there was an opportunity there, but I realized I wasn't the right fit. I realized I wasn't an entrepreneur. I don't have that makeup or that motif. And that's just, you know, putting the, the seal on the coffin right there, you know. And, and that's, that's where a lot of us are coming from is that subconscious negative self-talk. Uh, that's our paradigms, folks. You know, that's what's keeping us um, out of the winner's circle, if you will. So Darren today, he always asks, leads, uh, ends with a question, and I never write it down. And today I said, you know what, I'm going to start doing this.
and writing down my answer. And his question is, what will you bring your indomitable spirit to today? And then I read it, and I read it a third time, and I said, boy, what a crummy day to start this. <laughs> it's a difficult question. You know, at least that's what I initially said. You know, what will, what will you bring your indomitable spirit to today? And I said, I will bring my positive spirit an uncanny sense of humor. You know, um, some of you get a small taste. You don't really get uh, a good enough taste until you see my videos or watch me on stage. Uh, then you'll get a, a better, a better grasp, a better grasp, so to speak. But that's what I wrote today um, in regard to my indomitable spirit. I'm bringing my positive spirit and uncanny sense of humor. Our insight of the day today, even the greatest was once a beginner. Don't be afraid to take that first step. And it's true. It really is. But it's, it's difficult to see because all of the rich and famous and the all-star, all-American athletes, we generally don't see them taking their first step. We see them in their current success, if you will. And it makes it difficult for us to say, oh, geez, that guy started out just like I did. Maybe even with more adversity. But we can't be afraid to take that first step. That first step is action, folks. Action's the key. Darren Hardy is huge on this. He says all the motivation and all the note-taking and all the studying in the world is worth buckus unless you take action on it. And it's so very true. Um, you know, there's a lot of people with packed journals, page to page, on their bookshelves. And it doesn't make sense to put them there unless you take them off once in a while and read them. That is a very, very important point. So, um, also wanted to talk about God. God answers all of our prayers. He does. However, some, not in the way we choose. You know, he answers all of our prayers, but some of them, not so much in the way we choose. And I've mentioned this to you yesterday with the death of a loved one. The same can be said with 
praying for the promotion or the new job and you don't get it and you're devastated and you don't realize why and two, three years later down the road when you have a better opportunity it makes a little bit more sense then however two, three years down the road and you really don't have that better opportunity you may get a little bit defensive and say well why not what the hell did I do wrong and you could be looking at things the wrong way how can I make things better as opposed to how could I figure out how things went wrong there's a big difference there folks and I hope you recognize that that difference and good thoughts precede great deeds and great deeds precede success that doesn't seem to be that long of a chain folks any one of us right now are able to conjure up some good thoughts and with good thoughts, they can manifest themselves into those great deeds. They'll certainly manifest themselves into deeds, some of which may not be too great, but some may be real good. And then those great deeds precede success. So, it's ready to go and ready to happen. So let's go to our story right now. So what I wanted to get into with this story that's titled Let Go of Your Stress, I wanted to speak about a professor that entered his college classroom with a glass of water half filled. And as he entered the room, the students began to say, is it half full or is it half empty? And the professor kind of chuckled, but posed this question. How heavy is the glass of water? And he received several figures and numbers, but really wasn't interested in the actual weight, whether it was one and a half pounds or 2.3 pounds or two and three quarter pounds. That wasn't his interest in conveying anyway. The heaviness of the glass is determined on how long you hold it for as well as the position you hold it in. So if you held it in your hand and you raised your hand straight up uh, parallel to the floor, 
it would soon get very heavy. Holding it for a long time creates stress, physical stress. Just like any problem, the longer you think about it, the worse off you are. Especially if you sleep with it. And uh, I'm not being crass by saying that. Uh, I'm, I'm saying it in the sense that if you go to bed with your problems, that's never a good thing. So what is the uh, moral of the story of the comparison of the weight of the water to stress? Well, you need to learn to deal with your stress and never sleep with it. It uh, sounds very difficult for those of you that do this on a regular basis. Uh, That's how some of you nod off to sleep, is rotating your problems throughout your mind. Uh, And that can be very dangerous. If you can do something about the stress, then do it. If not, then skip it and work toward your goal. Simple as that. Otherwise, it will kill your productivity, among other things. So, think about that the next time you're pondering a stressful situation, whether physical or mental. Ponder the professor handing you that half glass of water and you having to hold it straight out from your body parallel to your shoulder. It's going to get heavy pretty quick. And you need to figure ways of putting that stress behind you figuratively speaking. One way would be to put the glass down and stop thinking about it. It's also like when you have to urinate, you know, nothing worse than that. You're in the car, you have to go to the bathroom, and you can't think about anything but that having to find a, an exit or a rest stop that will be able to, you'll be able to relieve yourself. And it just seems that, you know, uh, one, one little, you know, bump in the road sets off a, a fire of angst. But then there's times when we go to bed and we're sleeping peacefully 
and we have to urinate, but we can go back to sleep for another couple hours at times. I don't know about you, but that that's you know that's the case with me. Uh, and that stress is exactly what we want to rid ourselves of, and the thinking of it. Well, hopefully you were able to grasp onto some of the information I provided to you today. Uh, I will certainly be checking in with you guys tomorrow, Lord willing. In the meantime, be well, stay well. We'll talk to you soon.